0: It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French, because that's where I'm from. Uh, and talking about France, we had this discussion tonight, kind of half an hour ago now, about pre show, right? So, two of my wonderful producers, we have one guy, Adam, uh, on the West Coast, we have Jill on the East Coast. And uh, we we're talking about what's the difference about dating somebody from the States and somebody from France. And I said to Adam, I would say dating a French woman, uh, you know, psychologically, I would say it's the same. Woman is a woman from wherever. The only difference is maybe more direct, different codes, uh, less shy. I would say the culture of nudities is uh, beautiful, so that's also different, Uh, less reserved. And for Jill, who's uh, a wonderful producer on the East Coast, who wants to date a Frenchman, the difference is we apply a different rule to the exclusivity, you know. France starts the first kiss, here is different. Anyway, if you're single and you've never dated somebody from France, why not? Viva la France! <laughs> if that happens to you, call me, we'll talk about it. I can give you a few insights. Anyway, you go the next. Bonjour, Suzette.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Suzette. What's going on tonight? How can I help you?
2: Well, my boyfriend and I, we live together, and... He works from home, um, but I do not. And so when I come home at the end of my day, he has a lot of energy and he wants to, you know, he wants to go out and he wants to, you know, just do stuff with me. And I'm very tired. And I've tried to tell him this and he he seems to be getting his feelings hurt. And I don't want to hurt his feelings. I'm not trying to reject him. I just want to know how to convey that I just need some downtime. Because I deal with the commute, I deal with the public, and it's just very stressful.
1: Um, yeah, I totally hear you and I understand. So I'm, I'm kind of um, wondering what in, in everything you said he doesn't get, because you're pretty clear. So what is it you think? he's not He's not listening to you? He doesn't want to listen to you? He's not hearing you? What is it?
2: I think that he just wants more time with me. And I understand that, but I've been around people all day and I want some alone time. Whereas he's he's had a lot of alone time, but he's uh. it's like he's getting his feelings hurt because I want to be by myself a little bit more.
1: Okay. So Suzette, here's the thing. I want to give you the secret line. To pass a message like this to your partner, your person, you have to use that line. This is not against you. Once we hear that we know it's not hurting our feelings. It's not against you, but I need time alone at uh, an hour and then, and, or two, or whatever you need. But tell him, it's not against you. I love you, but, but I need that time alone. I said, I, I'm not going to pretend. I don't want you to pretend. And, and then, you know, after that, we can do things. But you've got to always use this, this line that I've used It's not against you, honey, but this is what I need, okay?
2: Okay, it's not against you.
1: Yes, anytime you're going to have something that you think might hurt you know, or create a misunderstood, always say, this is not against you, honey, but this is what I need.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Anytime, Suzanne. So good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you for calling.
2: Thank you, Simon.
1: Coming up, let's go to Nick Instagram DM because he has a question about the girl he's dating and she's doing something that he doesn't know what to make of. So I'm going to help him. Nick's DM is next. So Nick sent me an Instagram DM at Wave Radio saying, Bonjour Simon, how do I get the girl I'm casually dating to stop commenting hearts and kissy faces on everything I post on Instagram? We're not even exclusive yet. I still want to hang out with her though, so is there a way for her to understand she has to stop that but in a nice way? that's, That's a problem I bet many people have had or have is that at the beginning, how do you tell somebody, you know, not to go too fast, too soon? So let's talk about that next. So that's a delicate question. Nick wants to know how to tell this new girl he's kind of hanging out with, you know, dating casually, not exclusive, to stop commenting with hot and kissy faces on everything he posts on Instagram. So he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. He wants to stay with her, but not like too much, too soon, too fast. So here's my advice. You don't like what they do. So instead of like liking everything she does, like when she puts heart and kisses, stop liking that. Don't like the comments. That's option number one. Most people understand that they have to slow down and not do that. And if it's too much, just um, say you text and say, listen, easy with the uh, social media. Let's get to know each other first, and then we'll get to social media. Because you don't need to have an unspoken when it comes to that. Just say how you feel and say it nicely. Again, it's not against you, but don't do it too fast. Don't do it too soon, okay? That's my advice, Nick, but with kindness, a lot of kindness. You call the next. Bonjour, Molly.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on tonight?
0: Um, I was hoping that you could help me um, with a problem I've been having. Um, my husband is very, very insecure when it comes to like his self-image and stuff. Um, we've been together 10 years, and there's no reason, like, that I feel he has to be insecure, but he gets very self-conscious um, when it comes to, like, the times that we are, like, being intimate and stuff. And so I wanted to know if you had any advice on how to be, um, to help him feel less insecure.
1: So help me understand, when you say insecure, what is he like?
0: Um. So he he's constantly feeling as though, like, I can find somebody better than him. He does not feel that he's very good looking. I just completely disagree. You know, in the ten years we've been together, like I couldn't be more in love with him, um but he yep. feels as though you know i'm we're not in the same like league or something, and I think that's just stupid.
1: Mhm um How long this has been going on?
0: I would say probably within like the probably the past five years or so.
1: Mhm-. Um, when somebody, man or woman, attacks their own self-esteem, um, it has nothing to do with you. He's using you to hurt himself. It's a masochism move. It's a, it's a, it's a something to. to he, he's talking not to you but to himself. There's nothing you can do to help in on that matter. He has to go see a therapist. It has okay. nothing to do with you. It has to do with how he perceived himself in the mirror, not in your eyes, in his eyes. And uh, also, it's important for him to say maybe something else. Like, you know, I'm upset at you for this. I think there's a passive-aggressive message into that constantly saying, you look better than me, you should be with a better guy, you know, you deserve. All of this is passive-aggressive and saying, I'm not really happy with you, but I don't want to tell you why. So he has two points to address. A, his own self-esteem, and two, which I smell, with my big French nose, there is an unspoken, you know, between you and him. Something he's upset about and doesn't know how to say it.
0: Okay.
1: No, but I, I feel it. Remember, as soon as you hear somebody saying you're too good for me, that means I have something to tell you, not something good, something bad that bothers me, and I don't know how to say it. So that's what okay. we do, okay? Thank so, you. Anytime, it's important to clear any unspoken or the relationship doesn't grow well, okay?
0: Okay, thank you so much.
1: Best of luck to you, Molly. Thank you so much and have a good night. You too. Coming up, we're going to go listen to Cecilia's voicemail because she likes a guy, but it's complicated, so let's see what this is about next. So Cecilia sent me a voicemail and asked me a question, so take a listen. Let's see what this is
2: about. Hey, Simon. So, Cecilia, um, well, I'm just in love with this guy, but he has a girlfriend, and I don't really think that she's the right person for him. I was just wondering if you had any advice. Um, Thank you.
1: Um, Cecilia, thanks for the voicemail. Yeah, um, what do you do when you like a guy who already has a girlfriend, and you don't think it's the right person for him? I'll tell you what I think next. So what should you do if you fall in love or you have a crush on somebody who already has a partner, right? Like Cecilia left me that voicemail saying, you know, she likes a guy, but he already has a girlfriend, except Cecilia thinks, you know, uh, they shouldn't be together. So once you, if you like somebody who already has a partner, my advice is to do nothing at all. Uh, Stay friends. If the universe wants you to be together, you will be, but... Uh, I think it's more a projection, Cecilia, when you say, I don't think they should be together because you want to be with him, than the truth. It has to come from him, and if it's meant to be, the universe will make it happen. Trust me, it's all there. All you got to do is let it happen. But don't do bad. You do bad, you feel bad. You do good, you feel good. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Drew. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour,
3: Drew. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Um, So I just have um, an issue. I just need to know how I can, like a good way to approach my girlfriend to ask her to help out around the house more with like, you know, cleaning up and cooking and stuff like that.
1: So as of now, how much does she do any of that and how much do you do some of that? I mean, what's the uh, percentage of each doing those kind of things?
3: I cook almost every single day, if not every single day. And... We're not the best at cleaning, but when it comes to a point that I realize that uh, um, our place needs to be cleaned up, I'll be like, hey, uh, this weekend, let's clean up, and then it comes to the weekend, and I'm like, hey, all right, let's go clean, and she'll just kind of like be like, eh, I don't really feel like doing it now, so then I just end up doing it. And cooking-wise, she cooks maybe twice a month, and I cook every other day.
1: I mean, that seems to be one way, I mean, so how how that deal happen to be? I mean, what does she do, so she must, for you to accept any of that? Uh, you must have something back. What What are you getting back out of this?
3: I mean, I enjoy cooking, so that's not. It's not the worst. But there's some days that I'm tired. The reason I do it all was I was unemployed for a while, and she was the one working, so it made sense that I would be the one to do all. You know, the work around the the place. Right. Um, but now that we are both working, it's. I'm still doing that, and I just haven't really found a way to ask her. You know, hey, can you help out more without. I I just feel like I might sound like a jerk for asking, you know?
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The equilibrium of a relationship is based on the word compromise and fairness, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually compromise is to find a solution both of you agree with and you have to talk about it. So I don't want you to be afraid of talking about it with your girlfriend because if you're afraid to talk about this with your girlfriend, then you better leave her and find somebody you're not afraid of because nothing can be built on fear. So. Let me ask you this question, are you afraid of her in any way? Not at all. Fair enough. Now, um, the way to address this is honey, say, honey, uh, and just like you told me, when I was not working, it was totally normal that I would do all of this. Now we're both working, both making money, both paying the bills. From now on, the cooking will be 50-50. Okay. Now, about the other side, which is the cleaning and all this. Um, I think it's best that you decide who's going to clean what on cleaning days. Like maybe you do the vacuum or she does the vacuum and she does the bathroom one week. So it becomes like something fun. It's not always the same thing.
3: Okay, that makes sense.
1: I mean, the thing is, and I'm glad you called me, Drew, because it's at the beginning like that that we establish the rules of fairness, compromise. Because that really those, those two things are the key for the future. If you have good ability to compromise with your partner and a good ability to find fairness... You're going to have a very pleasant time with this woman for many, many years, and her with you too, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. You got it. Have a good night, Drew. You as well, Simon. Coming up, one of my dear friends was complaining about how difficult it is to live together. And I had to say a few things about this. So stay with me. We're going to talk about living together. What exactly does it mean to make it work? Next. So, truth be told, I've been by myself in the Midwest, and I mean by myself. I haven't dated, I haven't had any lunch, or nobody. Just me and my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, who's always in my office staring at me when I do the show. And that's that. A few deers outside, uh, Victor, the snakes in the lake. So I'm maybe in that sense um, very far from living with anybody. So this friend of mine comes to me and says, you know, what a pain, you know, to live together sometimes. Just like you want to I don't know what to do anymore, you know. She gets on my nerves and I get on her nerves and you know, everything is so heavy and we can't breathe. And I go home and I and Simon, I'm, you know, I live curiously through you, and you don't have to deal with that. Have you ever had somebody say that to you when you're single? Like, oh my God, I wish I could live alone? Because then I said to him, you know what it takes to live together? You know what the one condition is in my book to be happily living together? Stay with me. I'll tell you what I told him next. So, if you are living together right now and you feel like you can't breathe anymore, that you get on each other's nerves, that you, know, you, you um, lost the romance, the loving feeling, what does it take to be happy to live together? In my book, it takes two things. A, you've got to really you know, enjoy the person, so be honest, you know, you're happy in the relationship, and two little details. Pay attention be respectful. Respectful also of time separately oxygen in the relationship is to go outside, take a walk by yourself. Uh, Take your car for a drive by yourself. The more you have time by yourself outside the relationship, the more oxygen and and good vibe you bring into the relationship. I've learned that from my parents. So that's a key. Don't forget that. Time apart from each other in the relationship makes the relationship stronger. In moderation, obviously. You call the next. If you want to share a romantic story that happened to you, something that touched your heart, please Call the show now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Isabelle.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: I know something romantic happened to you, but I don't know what. Please, do share.
4: (laughs) Well, I've been in a relationship uh, with my partner for about six years, and Uh uh, she had always been very keen on the idea that she would be the one to propose. Um, But she said that she could never find the right way or the right time, and she was afraid that she was going to mess it up, so I kind of got a couple of my friends involved, and we went out into the desert uh, near Las Vegas, and Uh um, we waited until sunset. We went on this great hike, and my friends were kind of uh, hiding behind uh, like a rock face, and I told her uh, that I loved her, and I never wanted to be without her, and I didn't want her to be stressed out about messing it up, so I, I would mess it up for her, and I got down on one knee, and, and I proposed, and she said yes, and uh, my friends wow. came out uh, with the champagne, and they were taking pictures, and they filmed the whole thing. It was, uh, it was pretty perfect.
1: I like that. Just, how did that make you feel when you proposed? And Tell me what emotions went through your mind and your heart
4: um it felt just really nice doing something for her like i knew she was really stressed out about it but we knew it, we wanted to be together and like it was all just paperwork after that so i yeah. i felt like i took the pressure off of her and uh i took care of her and that i wanted to continue taking care of her
1: i understand beautiful thank you so much for sharing that story Isabel. congratulations to you and your partner you. and you guys, many years, many years of happiness.
4: Thank you so much.
1: You are welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Hey, I got a question. When you're dating somebody new, what is more important to you? Good chemistry or good conversation? Let's talk about that next. Question for you. When uh, you start dating somebody at the very beginning, what's more important to you? Having good chemistry with that person or having a good conversation? Interesting, right? I posted that on my social media. You know where it is, at Rendezvous Radio, at Rendezvous Radio. So 53% of you voted good chemistry is more important than good conversation. 47% voted good conversation. It's like almost 50-50. Well, if it's a date, I'll be honest. If we don't have chemistry, then we're going to be friends, but nothing else, right? It's… Dating and romance, no chemistry, you have a friendship, but nothing more. That's just what I feel about this. Thank you for spending this late, late night with me. Merci et bonsoir.
3: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.